October 18th, Riker. Today we are going yes. to talk. We're going to talk about a movie called Spiral. And uh, is this a, is this a Shutter original or is, did Shutter just pick? It this is a up? Shutter original. Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. So let's jump right into it. Spiral uh, is a movie that uh, very much seems to be influenced by uh, uh, you know the movies like Us and Get Out. And, um, you know, uh, it's kind of psychological horror movies uh, uh, in, in that sort of vein. Uh, yep. it, it's about a same-sex couple, a gay couple, who uh, they move to a small town. Um, I d- they don't really get into too much about why they move there. Um, it seems like, uh, you know, the one, the one dude uh, he maybe got a job, you know, a, a better-paying job there or something. Uh, and then the other one is a uh, seems to be a writer of some sort um, and they move to the small town with their daughter um, and uh, stuff uh, goes a little bit haywire the neighbors seem to be uh, nice at first but um, who, who's the who's the one guy Malik Malik is kind of our main our, our main uh, character yeah, in this movie he's not really He's more of a transcriber than a writer. So, like, he's not doing original stuff. So he's basically yeah. transcribing other people's works. And one of the works he's transcribing it has to deal with the people that he's that he's uh, surrounded himself with and that we can reveal later. But Malik and then yeah. Um, Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. And Malik is the main guy. He's the woke yeah. uh, um, so one Malik- in the relationship. He's kind of... Malik Malik seems to have uh, uh, he, he's had some trauma in the past, um, and yep. so and so a lot of this movie is like is he making this up because he's traumatized from past events um, in his life, or uh, is this town really really seriously fucked up? And uh, and and so his partner Aaron uh, is not sure you know what to believe here. Um, and eventually, like, just the whole thing blows up. Um, yeah. Can we pause for just a second? It's really yeah. important to note when this takes place. Could you talk about when this takes place? Yeah, this takes place, like, in the 90s, right? Yeah. yeah. Mid-90s mid when there's, like, the whole, like... 1992 or so. Yeah, and there's, like, the whole, you know, gays in the military thing going on. You know, it's, like, this is, like, a early early Clinton area era. Uh, that kind of time 1982, period. I was graduating college from University of Minnesota, and it was not okay to be in yeah. a same-sex relationship, not yeah. at all. So, yeah. so like gays in the military was like a fucking big, huge, a uh, big thing going on at the time where people were freaking out, and you know. Uh, so this anyway, was also the time that they had they were they were promoting. Um, they you remember the My Two Dads was a a book that they started to talk about with children and people lost their freaking minds. I mean, and that's the thing too. We've got a same sex couple who have a daughter, Kayla, Mm -hmm. and they're taking care of her. And I can't remember. I think their mom just kind of went AWOL on Kayla. Right. um, But that was not, that was super taboo. People were big time. Like you got to have a mom and a dad and you got to have a mom and a dad. And that was conventional thinking. Like if you didn't, you know, like children needed a mom and a dad, and today, well, 
who who the hell cares as long as I got two people that love me, right? So yeah. that's that's awesome. But at any rate, that's that's really important because if I can remember that or if I have any experience in that, it makes it very very real. It also solves for the, uh, you know, where's my cell phone yeah, problem, yeah, right? Yeah. There are cell phones here, but they're not like iPhones and shit. So, so very clever there. So one night, uh, Malik, you know, this is after like a party that they've had and they've kind of met, you know, some of the neighbors, a couple of them seem really friendly. Uh, a couple of them seem a bit shifty and maybe kind of given, given the new gay couple, the hairy eyeball. Uh, and uh, <laughs> w- one night uh, Malik uh, looks out his window across the yard and sees like what looks to be some sort of weird cult ritual going on. Um, yes. It's, it's not, it's not like, it's not like pentagrams and goat heads and shit. Um, but at the same time, it's not as no. benign as just like a couple people dancing around in the, in the living room. It, it looks, it looks shifty. It looks, it looks uh, weird. So, uh, you know, he, he closes the lights and or shuts off the lights and takes a picture and somebody spots him and they close their drapes across the way. And, uh, so anyway, from there shit starts happening. Um, there, Malik made some decisions in this movie that are kind of beyond my understanding. So somebody busts into their house at one point and spray paints uh, like a, a derogatory term on the wall, right? Yes. And rather than tell Aaron what happened or tell his daughter what happened, he just like paints over it and then goes out and buys like a very expensive security system for the house. Um, which, you know, puts stress on, or, well, kind of puts some tension between Malik and Aaron because, you know, Aaron's kind of the breadwinner and he's like, how much did you spend on this? You know, uh, you know, and, and so Malik is not like, he's not super straightforward about what's happening. And I felt like if he would have been, um, perhaps things would have turned out differently. Aaron would have believed him more, you know, um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, so for me, in the end, this movie, it was okay, but it didn't, uh, reach the heights that I think it was shooting for. You know, it was, like I said, it was really, um, shooting for, uh, you know, the, the movies like us and, and, uh, get out like that kind of vibe. And, and I felt like it just didn't quite get there. What did you think? Um, I'm going to. You know, I um, I compare this to us as much. Us is very recent. My my uh, my proximity with this it feels to me more like a Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. Um, you know, nobody wants to believe this woman, and there's a cult out to get her, and that the cult is very charming. And they want her baby. Um, I really dug this movie and maybe because um of a lot of the things that are going on the social commentary that's being uh, played out today um i have a lot of you know i have a lot of the um, same sex friends that have gotten married and they're all worried about things you know these days and you know i i i kind of get it um yeah. so the, to me, it, it really connected to me on a personal level and also from that Rosemary's Baby level of, of 
kind of a story deal. Yeah. And I dug that. Um, Malik's journey is insane, and some of the things he does at the end is insane. And the uh, the ending of this movie is batshit crazy insane. Like that that um the party. I'm thinking about was it the no was it the party or was it after the party? No, it was after the party. Um, yeah where um Aaron kind of figures out what's going on we'll get to that in spoilers that was that was my email uh that was insane <laughs> so I really I really dug it and there are several I was really kind of creeped out about it I'm I, I like cult movies if they're done well I think this movie is shot well it's acted well I think the story is to, is told pretty well I can get where you're coming like maybe I wanted a bigger payoff for me I I got a big enough payoff And there are a lot of loose threads left dangling for me to like, think about. Um, I would not mind watching this again. I, I really enjoyed spiral. Oh, by the way, this is um, spiral 2020. Um, You know that there's another spiral coming out later on next year, right? Yeah. Is there? I I, I didn't know. It's the, uh, it's the saw remake. They're calling oh, it spiral. Yeah, so yeah, that'll be right. interesting too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention that. Like this is the twenty nineteen spiral. Um I dug it. I, I really I really liked um how creepy this was. It's not us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Um it's not us. It's not uh get out. Yeah. Um it 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 has that sentiment, but I, I I really dug the whole cult thing and the whole Rosemary's Baby thing, and I, that I, that sucked me in far more than uh, anything else. So I did, I've rambled. I, I really right. like this movie. There it is. What, what what are you rating it? Oh my goodness. Um, oh man, I'm gonna give this. Uh, you know, for me, this is a solid four out of five. Um, hard drives, missing hard drives. Four <laughs> to five missing hard drives. How's that? Four to five missing hard drives. I, this might be a, our widest gap so far. I'm giving it two out of five uh, hard drives. Really? Uh, yeah, oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. There are just too many, too many plot holes in it for me. Too many plot holes and like just absurd decisions that that our man Malik made to make this. And and I thought he like does. And, and I and we'll get it to it in spoilers. But I was like, I fucking like the whole payoff or the whole like end and stuff. I was just like, what? the fuck okay whatever uh really so, oh, yes. i thought that was really fucking creepy um all right let's talk about it let's spoil it yeah uh there it is so malik makes terrible decisions yeah right yeah I mean, are they're, they they're... because when he was younger he watched his lover get beat to death by right-wing supremacists. Yeah, Do you think yeah. that he's just so afraid that the world won't accept them and he just doesn't and he wants to shield – He does he love Aaron so much that he doesn't want him to know that these things could destroy their lives together? And if, and if by hiding from it, it – it doesn't exist. Kind of like if I'm a kid, I'll hide underneath the sheets and, uh, and then the monster can't get me. 
He loves Aaron and Kaylee or Kayla or whatever. He loves and them. He loves so, Kayla too. He loves them so much that he doesn't tell them that their house was broken into on three separate occasions. That I'm what, you know, like, I'm just like, fucking come on. Like, <laughs> you know, the broken and you fucking uh, wrote the thing on the wall, broke in, stole his fucking hard drive, you know, like the whole deal. I'm just like, are you shitting me? And then other things that happen, you know, throughout the movie where I'm like, well, hold gonna... on a second. Now, Aaron okay. does be belittle him and berate him and say, hey, we're in the country now. People leave their doors unlocked. And that was true in the 1990s. If you lived in bumfuck wherever, you yeah. didn't lock your doors. I still have relatives who don't lock their doors. Yeah, okay. But if somebody writes or unlocks or walks in my door and writes, you know, uh, what they wrote, on spray paints it on the wall, uh, you know, that for me, that was like the biggest uh, like what the fuck? Oh, I'm packing up my shit and moving out of town. Is what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, I'm, I'm just like, okay, I'm fucking out. And and, uh, and so anyway, I, I just I, I just found that whole thing uh, ridiculous. And then okay, let's get to the conceit at the end. It seems like every ten years, this town has to sacrifice fucking somebody, and it and it's it, a it's virgin. Usually... Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, but the part, like, I'm really fucking having a struggle, like finding the logic behind this. So it seems like it's trying to make this statement about the new, you know, every 10 years, there's like a new, I don't know, thing to be, uh, bigoted towards or whatever. So in the nineties, you know, it was like gay people. And then the next, they showed 10 years later and it was a Muslim family moving in and. Uh, they were obviously, or apparently it, they led us to believe that they, one of them was going to get sacrificed. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, uh, that, it seemed like a stretch, you know, it seemed like they were trying to make a statement that they were really, it was a real big fucking leap for me. See, but I, I don't think the 10 year gap has anything to do with it. If you listen to the, if you listen to the exposition at the end, we will find someone that people won't trust yeah. Right. Yeah. And then we'll blame them on them and then they'll never be missed. Right. Yeah. And so in in this case, it just happened to be a Muslim family, which is relevant. Yeah. But John, 10 years from now, there'll be some some uh, the and they're right. The author and the director are right. There's always going to be someone. Yeah. Totally. There's always going to be some distrust between um, mainstream and and something. And and that fear is what allows them to do what they what they do, which is feed on the life essence of of a virgin, so that they can live forever. Right now, now I'm not I'm not arguing with that premise at all. My argument is more practical. It's like, so how do they do that? Do they lure these families there? Do they give them sweet deals on real estate? Like, what's the fucking probably? <laughs> you know, like I don't get it. I don't they... know. I, I guess for me, I, I yeah, I probably. I don't know. Um, I want they're answers, always in man. that same house, so you're probably right. Yeah, I want some fucking answers. It's always that same house. You're right, John. Because there was a lesbian couple that um, went yeah. through the same deal in that same house. Um, yeah. And it was it was grandpa. It's grandpa's house, right? I don't fucking know, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, it, it, like, that's, that's the thing is that, like, the whole – uh, the whole conceit of the thing at the end was very 
murky for me and i was like okay i see what they're trying to do but man that's a lot to have to explain practically i don't know if it, but they they explain they don't necessarily talk about it either like so they just reset and they've got the so the the couple we've got marshall and tiffany oh by the way they pay, played a couple in uh this movie called the tooth fairy in 2000 which is great by the way right. um if you like schlock, so you should check that out. It, they're they're a couple, and um, they oh man, they play it up like you know they're they're like oh I can't believe this, and you know and they're trying to win these people over. And the same thing with their kid. Um, and let's see, that's Ty Wood. He plays Tyler, right? And yeah. um, so Tyler is you know starting to develop a relationship with Kayla. And make her feel safe. And they set her up in many instances for Ty to be the guy that comes in and rescues her. It's to the point where she falls in love with him, wants to have sex. He's like, oh, no, we should wait. And, yeah. of course, he wants to wait because she's got to be a virgin for them to sacrifice. And as soon as he said that, I'm like, oh, shit. Right? I'm like, I knew right away. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, that was – to me, that was telegraphed well. I thought that was great. I'm like, oh, no. Right? Um and so, yeah, I really dug that. And and I guess the other thing I'm going to – I just have to get this out there. When um, – so Malik goes to this party, and he breaks things up, and he's got a gun, and he's figured everything out. He knows that Marshall and Tiffany are they, – they are not there uh, on the best interest for him and Aaron at all in order to stop this spiral or this cycle – He's got to kill Marshall. So he shoots him in the chest. Boom. Done. Dead. Right? No. Yeah. He can't dead because he's immortal, apparently, I guess. I don't know. Uh, um, and then Marshall comes over, and he has that big, huge speech about what he's going to do to him and how, how people are going to view him. And, and Malik's calling over to Aaron, and Aaron goes up to check on Kayla, and what does he find? Uh, f- fucking sorry. Uh I'm blanking. Go ahead. Ty and <laughs> Kayla were getting it on. Yes. There and you go. this is the worst way for any sexual encounter to end, John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Death. <laughs> yeah. Like she gets she gets eaten, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Spoiler. Um I no, thought I mean, that was gruesome and yeah. unnerving and yeah, I I mean, I don't know. I, I guess this is one of those movies that is not for everybody, yeah. and that's totally cool. I I I liked what it was trying to say. Um, it's one of the for me, it's one of the better movies I've seen. Trust me. And there's a whole bunch of shit that I've seen that I'm not going to talk to you or recommend that you watch this year because it's yeah. garbage. Uh, and that's the way horror is. Um, but gosh darn it, if if uh, Shutter doesn't. And I know you didn't like this film, but for me, I'm finding that Shudder is a great streaming service. And, you know, oh, it's dollar awesome. for dollar is giving me way more. Um, it was giving me way more value than Netflix ever, ever has. Right. What was it? Five, six bucks a month. And this six bucks. Yeah. Yeah. This year, especially. So, you know, COVID comes and a lot of things that we were really super excited about got put on hold except for Umbrella Academy and the boys, thank fucking God, right? That was great. But, yeah. you know, Shudder's been there and delivering great stuff that normally would have been swept under the rug. And if you like horror and suspense, it's been great. And for six bucks a month, 
there's always one or two things on Shutter that are that have been fantastic all year round. So at any rate, um, yeah. So I'll, I'll let you go ahead and bash on some of the things you thought were stupid. No, I mean that—that's that, really all I got to say about it. I, I mean, I did think that it, had a, that it had a great premise. I—I I, I thought the guy who played Malik did an oh, awesome yeah. job. Uh, but oh, he's fucking great, Jeffrey uh, Boyer Chapman's fantastic. It's just in the end, the movie tried doing some things that it didn't quite pull off. I felt like I thought it had some good ideas. You know it, it just didn't quite stick the landing for me. So Love that's it. it. Yeah, that's it, man. All right. That's the end for today. We'll talk to you tomorrow.